Today with the King is a 3ABN Australia television production developed to teach children about the Sabbath and to lead them through a study of the Bible. Remember to download your weekly study guide at adaywiththeking.com. So come on kids, join us now and each week for A Day with the King. I'm Auntie Cecily. Thanks for joining us as we meet with the King in worship. Hello, Auntie Nat. It's always a joy to have you here with us. Thanks, Auntie Cecily. And hello, boys and girls. We're so glad that you could be with us too to help us meet with the King. And hello, Teddy. I think he's just doing final touch-ups, getting ready for Sabbath. <laughs> Auntie Nat, would you please say a prayer for us to just welcome the Lord into our presence? I'm happy to. Dear Father, we thank you and praise your name for what you do for us, that you've kept us safe during the week. We thank you for this beautiful Sabbath day. And we just ask, Lord, you come into the hearts of the children who are here and who are watching at home. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Do you know it's always a great time to just reflect on our week and count the blessings that God has given us during the week when we come to the Sabbath. Bethany, is there something that's happened that you'd like to yes. let us know? Well, I have a dog and a cat and my mum just had a baby. And when we brought the baby home, we weren't sure how the animals would react to the baby. But they were very nice to the baby and everyone got along well. Oh, that's good, Bethany. Thanks for sharing that with us. And Annie Cecily, you have a blessing to share with us about our awesome God. Yes, as you know, we've been spending some time talking about the character of God. And we've discussed that God is our deliverer. He's holy and he's the I am and that he's compassionate and our provider and God is love. And last Sabbath, we spoke about God being a God of order. So today I want to tell you that our God is also a God of mercy. Later on in our Bible study, we'll learn how merciful our God is. The children of Israel witnessed the glory of God many times and the miraculous care that God gave to them, but they still disobeyed, sadly. This made God very unhappy. But through the intercession of Moses and the Israelites repenting, God restored them to his favor. God is so merciful. David recognized that God was merciful. When he'd committed a great sin, there was no one else he wanted to turn to but to God. In Ephesians, we read that God is rich in mercy because he loves us so much. You can come to him any time and tell him how sorry you are. And in God's mercy and love, he'll forgive you. So remember, our God is a God of mercy. Praise the Lord. Thanks, Aunty Cecily. Do you know another way that we can open the Sabbath and share Sabbath blessings with people is to sing praises to our Lord. And we have Pastor Rick here again. Thanks, Pastor Rick. It's great to be here again, Aunty Nat. Welcome, children. Why don't we sing Wonderful, Wonderful? Wonderful, wonderful. Lord 
Pastor Rick, can we please sing his able? We certainly can. He's able, he's able, I know. sing Jesus Loves Me? Just love that song. What do you think? Let's sing it together. Thanks, Pastor Rick. That was wonderful. Now, Dr. John also has a blessing to share with us. Let's have a look at that. Hello, boys and girls. My name is Dr. John Hammond and welcome to Sunnyside, the Australian home of Mrs. Ellen G. White. I have some interesting stories for you. Just come inside with me. You're going to like this. Hello boys and girls, welcome back. I'm Dr. John and I have another story for you. A long time ago, there was a man called Hiram Patch. He had a girlfriend and the story doesn't give her a name, so let's give her a nice old fashioned name. Any suggestions? Yes? Jane. I reckon Jane will do. Hiram and Jane. And they wanted to get married was it going to be a small church or a big church? They didn't have much money. They went to a small church 
and Pastor White was preaching and sometimes his wife Alan got up to preach and they were preaching about the Sabbath and they lived in a town where nobody went to church on Saturday. They all went on a Sunday. But Mrs. White was saying God gave us Sabbath, the seventh day. And the people in the big church, they got really upset. They said, oh, we don't like these people in the small church. Who can we have that can preach better than Pastor and Mrs. White? And so they got the man that we will call Mr. Treasurer. He was the big man in town. He was like our council treasurer in charge of all the money. And he got up and he preached against Alan and he shouted and he got so excited. And you know what? He started to cry. We called them crocodile tears. And he would pray, oh Lord, curse these people who worship on the wrong day, which was the right day. And one day he was preaching so loud and crying so hard that a blood vessel went pop in his head. Today we called a stroke and they carried him home on a stretcher and he was in bed. Well, somebody else had to be made the new treasurer. And when the treasurer went to work, he looked at the books. He thought there's something strange here. We are missing $1,000. Now $1,000 is a lot of money today, but in those days, that was worth about $100,000. A lot of money. And they said, we cannot see where this money has gone. We might have to talk to Mr. Treasurer. And so two policemen walked down the road to Mr. Treasurer's house. And when they got there, one policeman said, he was a bit smart, he said, I'll go around the back and I'll hide in the shed and you knock on the door. He knocked on the door. <coughs> Mr. Treasurer was lying down. Come in, it's open. And they went in and there was Mr. Treasurer lying in bed. And they said, Mr. Treasurer, We've lost some money. Do you know where the money is? We've lost $1,000. Oh, he said, I, I have no idea. Somebody must have taken, it's not me. And then Mrs. Treasurer came in, she heard him talking and she said to the policeman, how dare you? How dare you ask my husband if he's taken that thousand dollars? Oh, you terrible man. And she raised her hands towards heaven and said, God knows we would never take that money. But you know what happened? The back door opened and in came the policeman who was hiding behind the shed and he was carrying a bag. And it was quite a heavy bag. It was full of money. And he put it on the table. All the color went out of Mr. Treasurer's face. It was the missing money. And all the color drained out of Mrs. Treasurer's face. And then the policeman who had been hiding behind the shed, he said, I was watching and I saw you rush out the back door over to the bank where there was a lot of snow, a snow bank, not a real bank, 
and I saw you dig a hole and you push that money in and then you covered it over with snow and then you went back inside looking so innocent. And Hiram, and what was his girlfriend's name? Jane. Yes. They had been to the little church and they had been to the big church and nobody was going to the big church any longer to hear Mr. Treasurer because they knew he was a liar. And Jane became Mrs. Hiram Patch. And they lived for many years and they always worshipped in the small church with James and Ellen White. Thank you, boys and girls. G'day boys and girls, happy Sabbath. Welcome to our Bible study. I hope you have your Bibles ready to read along with us. Come and join us. Ella, you're gonna say a prayer for us to open our study. Dear God, thank you for our Bibles. We ask now as we study your word that you will help the children who are reading with us to understand what you are saying to them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, Ella, can you remember last Sabbath, how many days and nights was Moses up on the mountain with God? 40 days and 40 nights. Mm, he was. And there were some very special um, things that God wanted to reveal to Moses. Can you remember what that was? He revealed the building plans of the tabernacle and mm. instructions on how to build it. Yeah, he did, didn't he? And also, too, can you all remember what else that God gave Moses that went into the Ark of the Covenant? What was it on stone? The, the Ten, Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments. Mm. Well, do you know what? Something interesting happened in the encampment while Moses was away with God. Can you remember how many weeks he was away? Was it six? Remember, it was six and a half weeks. Yeah. It was a long time. And the children of Israel got very tired waiting for Moses to come back. And there was some... There were some things that happened, and that's what we're going to study about. Okay, Ella, you're going to read our first reading in Exodus 32, 1 to 6, please. Now, when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain, the people gathered around to Aaron and said to him, Come, make us gods that shall go before us. For as for this, Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And Aaron said to them, Break off the golden earrings which are in your ears of your wives, your sons and your daughters and bring them to me. So all the people broke off the golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he received the gold from their hand and he fashioned it with, engra with an engraving tool and made a moulded calf. And then he said, This is your God. O Israel that brought you out of the land of Egypt. So when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. Then they rose early on the next day, offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings, and then the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Oh dear. Are we supposed to worship an idol? No. No, that's what they did in Egypt. And God had just spoken the Ten Commandments to them and they had made a promise to God that they would keep them. Do you know what commandment they've broken? Let's have a look at our Ten Commandments here. What do you think, which commandment do you think they may have broken? Number two. Number two. Aunt Cecily, can you just point to number two on there? So they've broken commandment number two. Deary me. Okay, they've broken their promise to God. And that's really sad, isn't it? Nick, can you please read Exodus 32, 7 to 10 for us? 
And the Lord said to Moses, Go, get down, for ye people whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made themselves a moulded calf, and worshipped and worshipped it, and sacrificed to it, and said, This is our God, O Israel, that has brought you out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, and indeed it is a stiff-necked people. Now therefore let me alone, that my wrath burn hot against them, and I may consume them, and I will make you a great nation. Mm, so God is very cross with the children of Israel, as they have just broken the promise or covenant they made with them. God wants to destroy them all. Let's see what Moses' response is to this. Elijah, can you please read Exodus 32, 11 to 14? Then Moses pleaded with the Lord his God and said, Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people, whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians speak and say, He brought them out to harm them, to kill them in the mountains, and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from your fierce wrath and relent from this harm to your people. Remember Abram, Isaac, and Isaac and Israel, your servants to whom you swore by your own self, and said to them, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have spoken of I give to your descendants, and they shall inherit it forever. So the Lord relented from the harm which he said he would do to his people. Wow. So do you know what Moses does? He does something pretty incredible. He does what we call interceding which means he speaks, prays and pleads to God on behalf of the Israelites. He was a very brave man. He repeats the promises back to God that he promised to Abraham. Because of what Moses does, God withdrew his threat of harming them all. God is so good. Okay, Kate, Exodus thirty-two nineteen, please. So it was as soon as he came near the camp and saw the calf and the dancing, so Moses' anger became hot and he cast the tablets out of his hands and broke them at the foot of the mountain. Mm, so Moses wasn't happy with what he saw and breaks the Ten Commandments. Let's look at our torchlight, Mrs. White's writings, to see what they shine on that verse to help us understand it more. Kate, can you read that for us, please? Moses was overwhelmed. He had just come from the presence of God's glory and though he had been warned of what was taking place, he was unprepared for that dreadful exhibition of the degradation of Israel. His anger was hot. To show his abhorrence of their crime, he threw down the tab tables of stone and they were broken in the sight of all the people thus signifying as they had broken their covenant with God, so God had broken his covenant with them. Mm. Okay, Dean, let's see what Moses does next. Let's read Exodus 32, 20, please. Then he took the calf which they had made, burned it in the fire and ground it to powder, and he scattered it on the water and made the children of Israel drink it. So Moses wanted to show them how worthless an idol is. He made them drink it. Mm. Anna, can you please read Exodus 32, 21 to 24? And Moses said to Aaron, 
What did this people do to you that you have brought so, so great a sin upon them? So Aaron said, Do not let the anger of my Lord become hot. You know that you know the people that they are set on evil. For they said to me, Make us gods that shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And I said to them, Whoever has any gold, let them break it off. So they gave it to me, and I cast it into the fire, and this calf came out. Mm. So do you know what? Aaron said something that is not quite right in verse 24. Did the golden calf jump out of the fire on its own? No, Aaron made it. So Aaron is lying to Moses. You know what? Aaron was the chief offender of this sin of Israel because he didn't have the courage to stand strong for God. We are told this apostasy would never have happened if he had not caved in to the wishes of the people. Aaron had been blessed and honoured by God by the position he held. So his sin was very grievous indeed. But do you know what? Aaron repented deeply and through Moses interceding on his behalf, God forgave him and restored him to his honoured position. What an amazing God we serve. So the tribe of Levi had not taken part in the idolatrous worship of the golden calf. And we are told also that there were a great many others from the other tribes who repented and humbled their hearts to God. But if we were to read on in the Bible, it tells us that 3,000 died as a result of the sin they had committed because they did not want to repent and turn their worship to the one and true living God. Now we have a problem. The children of Israel have broken their promise with God. That covenant needed to be restored. And if we were to continue reading and read Exodus 33, the Bible tells us that Moses set up his tent outside the encampment and a lot of repentance, intercession and soul searching went on between Moses and the children of Israel. Moses had a great love for the children of Israel, despite their shortcomings. Let's read our memory verse together, which is found in 2 Peter 3, 9. And for the children at home, 2 Peter is found in the New Testament. Let's read that together. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So God's will for us is that we will all return to him. Nick, can you please read for us Exodus 34, 5 to 6 and 8 to 10, please. Now the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth. So Moses made haste and bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped. Then he said, If now I have found grace in your sight, O Lord, let my Lord, I pray, go among us, even though we are stiff-necked people, and pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us in as your inheritance. And he said, Behold, I make a covenant before your people, I will do marvels such as have not been done in all the earth, nor in any nation, and all the people among us, whom you shall see the work of the Lord. For it is an awesome thing that I will do with you. 
Wow. So God renewed his covenant with the people. Praise the Lord. So just as Moses interceded for the children of Israel and God renewed his relationship with them, Jesus is doing the same for us in heaven. And we can come to the Lord daily and ask forgiveness for our sins and our relationship daily will be renewed with him. What a wonderful thing God did for us. Thank you, boys and girls, for reading along with us today. God loves you so much, so much that he longs for us to turn our hearts back to him and worship him alone. He does not want anyone to miss the blessings of being obedient to him. We have a seven-day devotional available that expands on what we have learned today. Here's some information on how you can get that. Hey, boys and girls, like Auntie Nat said, you can go on to our website to access our daily devotionals at www.adaywiththeking.com. And while you're there, you can also check out Teddy's blog. He's posted some really cool photos of us making this show. He also talks about it as well. He even posted about his visit to the vet. So hop online today. We've just studied in the Bible about how important a promise is. The Bible tells us how much God loves us and how much more he loves us when we keep his promises. Mm. We want to encourage you to read your Bibles, not only on the Sabbath day, but every day. Auntie Nat, can you tell us what we're going to study in the Bible next week? Sure, I'd love to. Yes, next Sabbath, we're going to study how the children of Israel built that beautiful sanctuary from the plans that Moses received from God. We have some wonderful things to show you next week, so don't miss it. Make sure you come back. Auntie Cecily, shall we go over our memory verse that we learnt today in our Bible study? Yes, children, we're going to read it all together. Second Peter 3.9 The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, but is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Auntie Nat, you ready to sing the blessing song? Sure. You ready, children? Turn Let's around. Turn around. because he created a world for me to live in and I can't wait to live with him eternally in heaven. I love God because he gives us the opportunity to have free will instead of forcing us into his kingdom. You have been listening to a production of 3AB in Australia Television. God bless you kids. Remember to join us next week.